we need to do is, if we get popular, we have to make like a text alert tone. <laughs> Actually, we need to make a ringtone where we all say um, Goldie Hawn is gutsy. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. We have enough of those, I think, to string it together. Honestly, now. like Goldie Hawn is gutsy. <laughs> okay, if you laugh, it messes it up. Sorry. One, two. <laughs> Goldie Hawn is gutsy. <laughs> It should just be how the podcast opens every <laughs> that, that exact moment just be clipped and put and every episode. That's the episode. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> no. Okay, right. so we start Starting over. Start over. Yeah, why not? Sure. There's a party in your butt, and everybody's invited. And you were there. And you were there. And you, and you were there. <laughs> Uh-huh. And you were an STD zombie. <laughs> Hi, kids. This is Candy Coated Razor Blades. I'm Bob, the blob of semen that starred in There's Something About Mary. And he's my co-hosts, Alex and Andy. Introduce yourselves, boys. Hi, my first name ain't Baby. It's Andy. Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. <laughs> and I'm Alex. And I'm only a sentient hole when I'm a crazy vagina doing a spider walk. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so today, kids, we're going to do something both horrible and different um, because we're not talking about a short today. We, we had a short that we were going to discuss, but we decided to talk about two features instead. We're going to cover Night of Something Strange and Kuso. Kuso, I believe, is a Shudder exclusive? Right? Yes, it is. Yes, okay. it premiered at Sundance January 21st, 2017. Uh, <laughs> and and should have stayed there. Yeah, uh, according to... Flying Lotus, 20 people walked uh, out. According to oh The Verge, more than half of the audience walked out. I of the can't Maybe that would have been only 20 people, because it is Sundance, <laughs> and it's really hard to get in there. <laughs> yeah, no, 400, after the, uh, 400 people attended the premiere of Kuso. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A- after the first semen wiping scene, it was a lot oh, easier God. to get in. Oh, oh God. Oh my god. So, okay, I guess we're starting with Kuso. Um, So, both of these movies are just (laughs) nasty. They are. Um, Let's start with Kuso. Okay, so I have have Deets. Um, So, Kuso, 2017, streaming exclusively on Shudder. Synopsis A network of discarded televisions shows a series of four surreal vignettes about the mutated survivors of an earthquake that has destroyed Los Angeles. The vignettes are broken up throughout the film by animations, television static, and news reporters reporting on the earthquake. Written by Stephen Ellison, also known as Flying Lotus, David Firth of Salad Fingers fame, and Zach Fox. Directed again by Stephen Ellison, under the pseudonym Steve, starring Flying Lotus, David Firth, Zach Fox, imagine that, Tim Heidecker of Tim and Eric, George Clinton, yes, that one, Hannibal Buress, The Buttress, Shane Carpenter, Mali Matsuda, and Bus Driver. I know Bus I'm forgetting somebody. Bus driver is the guy. Yeah, getting getting Diana Terranova. Oh, Diana Terranova, excuse me. Oh, and Lex Steele. Lex Steele oh. is in this movie. <sighs> Should I know who Lex Steele is? Porn oh, actor. Sure. Oh, that's why I don't know. I'm from a generation that doesn't believe in, in porn stars. <laughs> we like amateur. Whoa. <laughs> Alex grew up Amish. Uh, okay, so yeah, yeah. I <laughs> watch my really, Amish no. amateur porn by what? <laughs> Peeking in through windows. Thanks. Exactly. Oh my god. No, wait, Mennonite. I got it by hanging out in the shower at the YMCA. Mennonite is homage with with white hats. And and we we respect their beliefs. However, they are not immune to teasing. Anyway. We respect their beliefs as much as they respect their beliefs. It's fine. Anyway. 
Hey, so we're going to cut hey, that out. Hey, Bob, the Amish can't listen. <laughs> Unless they're on Rumspringa. And then we're fucked. I think they're fine with us making fun of them if they're on Rumspringa. Right. <laughs> uh, so if you couldn't tell by like the, the psychotic cackling every time Bob mentioned how much he hated this movie, this one was my idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I hate you. Oh. Uh, I hate you. Uh, so, and you, Alex, for Night of Something Strange. We'll get... <laughs> no. It's wonderful. No. Whatever. No. I never, Neither of you get a fucking cookie. I, no. You know what? I never said, let's watch Night of Something Strange because it's a wonderful piece of filmmaking that'll improve your lives. I said, we have to watch the sex STD zombie movie because I saw it once and it was really awesome. And then I saw it a second time and it was better. Oh, God. I'll be honest. Like, that is actually a really amazing movie. It is. It is. It is uh, from a from a from a technical standpoint. Night of Something Strange is light yeah. years beyond Cuso. So let's, so let's amazing. So Cuso, I <laughs> I remember when Cuso came out on Shutter and it had that really glorious uh, blue. I don't know that color never appeared in the whole damn film from what I saw. Um, um, there's, there, well, there's does a, it appear near the end? It didn't make it. Didn't actually, make it to the end. There is actually a sequence <laughs> where um, I believe it is the mother uh, gets to the gets to the surface and you do see blue sky. Oh the. The one that's spoken to by God to eat her baby. And ends up being eaten by a shit. And, a literal turd. And going through an eternal portal. Yeah. So, uh, a, one listeners. Say a sentient, sentient hole. Yeah, yeah. an yes. eternal sentient <clears throat> hole. So, so many sentient there holes. There are a lot of sentient holes in this movie. <laughs> I can't decide in which movie there are more sentient holes, but I think definitely... This movie had yeah, a well, more diverse number of yes, sentient holes. Yes, or, or at least sentient things living in those holes. Um, so I, I don't want to. Why? Why are we? Why are we talking about a movie in which a cockroach lives in George Clinton's ass? It has healing properties and has healing properties, which are obtained by breaking off an antenna and like drinking the goo. <laughs> Uh, it's sort of this sort of greenish sort of foamy sludge. Uh, um, why are we watching a movie where a boil gives fellatio? There's that. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh let God. alone, that is some kinky <laughs> shit. Just the, like the semen on her face moment. I, I like, mean, I kind of get, you know, my hands are getting so big. Someday we won't need the rope anymore. <laughs> I kind of get. The, why uh, her hands? Is it because of radioactivity? I, like, we don't, her hands are never growing? Said. Maybe she's just putting them to good use and her hands are just getting really, like, supple. Can and, I and can strong. I just watch the version of this movie where we just see the bus driver portions at the beginning of the end and I He's never have to so watch right? the rest? Right. I really, loved that stuff. And I loved, the, the I loved spoken word poetry, poetry stuff was yeah, great. Spoken word but... I love that it's referred to as spoken word jazz. Yeah. Right? I love this movie right. from beginning to end, and I think I love Bus Driver the most. I love him the most. Like, well, I had this really hilarious moment when I started this movie at four in the morning um, <laughs> with one of my arms kind of going numb this after is I went best to, time to do the that. worst like bar experience ever. Because I'm oh. so sorry. So I, I, I started it. Uh, this singing happened. I had to stop it twice and make sure that I was watching the right movie because I went through this whole experience where my shutter just kept loading random movies. Oh, wow. It would just load movies. I had to like restart my Roku three times because, hey, Shutter. By the way, if you like to sponsor us, Shutter, I know you do sponsor podcasts. Please feel free to sponsor us. Except um, that we're still non-commercial, so. Shh. Please sponsor us, we Shutter. We have to get a new theme song. I'm fine with that. If Shutter will pay for a new theme song. Yeah, it's fine. Shutter, pay oh. for a new theme song. Shh, we'll we'll right. advertise you forever. Right. Um, but they, um, Shutter, oh, they needed a PS4 app. They don't have a yeah, PS4 they, app? They don't they have do. a PS4 app. No, so I have to use my Roku that's on its last leg. Yeah. I'm a Chromebook boy. But no, so it, 
Oh, I started it. Bus driver saying weird. It's so good. Weird. That is stuck in my head. Has been stuck in my head for. Weeks. It, I really actually I because I had to watch it like four times, for a variety of reasons. That just that first part, like not so not any other thing after the bus right. driver part, which I watched four times. I but yeah. Um, but uh, I really wanted to remember it and like sing it on the podcast. Your God is running underground, so tri- when you pray, you cannot fuck around. I know. I like. No I, one is going to save you. Exactly. Once you're dead, then you're dead. There is no coming back. I know. It's it's so catchy. So, it, is, it is catchy. This is my advice, though. And, By the and, way, fly low. Call me. Um, <laughs> if anyone hasn't seen this and is going to listen to us and then is still going to watch it. You which, can stop after the first time. No, hours, you cannot. But if that's the case, read the synopsis on Wikipedia. <laughs> because then this movie will start to make a modicum of sense. <laughs> you, you will start to pick up on the four distinct stories that are happening. I mean, I I definitely got the four distinct stories. That's yeah. fine. Did you? Yes, I did. did you? I, I didn't want to, but I did. <laughs> did you? I did. I did not necessarily get that they were distinct. I did not <laughs> know that people were going to come back. I had some moments where they came back, and I was like, is this the same story? Is this just, right. like, someone else doing the same kind of thing? Like, I will say, I did get more out of it the second time around. Uh, yes, I have watched this more than once. Because you're a horrible person and should feel because bad I about Because I loved yourself. it the first time and I needed to see it again. Um, I know, like, between the three of us, we've seen it almost three times. <laughs> <laughs> but I, no, I, I adore this movie. So I don't know, I don't know, I can't even fully explain why. So it just makes me so happy. Like, just overall impression on, on my part before we start digging into, sure, like, real yeah. deep shit. <laughs> Not literal shit. No, actual movie. shit, because shit. Well, um, you know. Uh, I understand disgusting (laughs) as an art form. I understand that. I get it. Which is why a Serbian film works for some people. And which is why... I actually like Serbian film more than this. What? I know. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I appreciated the experience of a Serbian film. I will... I I have no need to ever rewatch a Serbian film. Just this level I would watch a Serbian film twice before I would watch this again. Yeah. I, I would... Like just wa- marathon the fuck yeah. out of a Serbian film before watching. This I'd movie. watch the Serbian film with like the fifteen minutes of extra footage they took out. Yeah. Okay, so here's I, I realize I'm breaking into your kind of because yeah, I'm being much more rude than Andy is. Right. <laughs> I, mean, I am breaking in a little. I bit. I mean, not, none of us are polite. We're talking about a, a movie whose very title is a translation of a Japanese euphemism for shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, is that what that means? I think so. Oh. So I, yeah. the thing about it is, and the difference between something like this, uh, and it is a obviously a transgressive piece of cinema and all of that, and mm-hmm. something like Serbian film is, um, Kuso is remarkably, like, in my opinion, kind of lighthearted and almost innocent. It's like, I want to give it a pat on the head and pinch its cheek. It's disgusting, and it's foul, and it's vile, and yet, at the same time, it's also funny. And it is ultimately, uh, like, kind of humanistic and like the stories tend to all end out on kind of a high note in a weird way it's almost like yes there's been an earthquake and the world is fucked up and everybody is horribly mutated and so like the usual perversions of los angeles have been like laid bare and have turned into this really crazy shit and uh, yes bob has Google i have confirmed that kuso does in fact mean shit, shit in japanese yeah um but at the same time it's almost like it it almost ends on kind of a hopeful note and it's almost like there's this sort of like like you know, the last thing that, the last thing to escape from Pandora's box, from Pandora's, the last but, thing to escape from Pandora's, Pandora's, Pandora's fart box. Yes. Oh god! <laughs> the last, 
the last thing to escape from Pandora's fart box was hope. Well, and, I, I'm and, sorry. Um, no, I, I, I actually no. see it as a very... Uh, if I very want to see Hope the was... rags to riches story, I will watch fucking Annie. And no. <laughs> but not the new Annie. But not the new oh, Annie. Cause, uh, um, no, uh, Hope was still in the box, by the way. That was the point of oh, the story. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. It's it's up. It's hanging out up there with Mr. Quibble. Uh, Mr. Um, no. No. <laughs> no. I, uh, 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 I can't. Um, <laughs> You're about to start singing, are so you? So I... <laughs> I want to like this movie. I support subversive filmmaking. Things like Headless or Plank Face, of which Bob will watch one of the two eventually with, and won't do it for this podcast. I've never seen either one. He likes it. I loved it. You'll like, you'll like, I think you'll like everything he does. I watched Found. I watched Headless. I I'm did sorry. not watch Plank Face. Uh, yeah, Plank Face is good. And I really want to do I watched do... that other one with the dude just like collecting people. I think that was Headless. That was still Headless, I think. Okay. Yeah. Um, the one where uh, he slept in a cage. And... Yeah, that's headless. Okay, okay. uh, uh, space Days from Outer Space, actually, I think Bob will like, and I want to do that one eventually, too. I have to buy that one still. Mm. But I, I really want to. I hate body horror. I hate Cronenberg <laughs> with a passion. I cannot appreciate body horror because I just can't accept, like, even just the herpes level boils oh all God. over their faces everybody everybody yes. was or just like the woman with from the, the out the like teletubby screen fuzzy box people oh, she yeah. had like white pupils and she just had i just i don't like looking at people like that i don't i like body horror i enjoy cronenberg i love the fly i love videodrome i love body horror is scanners like right up my street i know scanners I'm, wasn't cronenberg was it i think it was yeah yeah, it was. Okay. But anyway, still, I love body horror. Um, this was too much. It was much too much. It was entirely disturbing to look at from the get-go. It, I didn't want to engage with these people. And, and I understand that that probably says something about me and dealing with illness. Because, shut up. It, it probably um, does. I mean, yeah, I understand that, that in terms of a physical representation of illness, yes, it's disturbing. And I I feel bad for you. I don't necessarily want to touch you. Yeah, but but the, I, I think there's an argument to be made for the difference between helping an ill person in real life and having to watch a nihilistic yet hopeful portrayal of their struggles through after an earthquake. Well, but right. again, look at, look at what their struggles mostly are with the exception of, with the exception of the mother because the mother is in a whole different and that 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 sequence is called she's Sock. up shit creek literally actually oh, God. <laughs> i just i, I just I, but the thing is though does, does not she does not she emerge from like the weird sentient butthole in the forest that the little that the little the little dude she, she doesn't emerge from it she it was a different one but she like she she like sort of gazes up through the top and you can see his silhouette though oh is he i thought I didn't make it there. I might be. I, I didn't. Be I, in movie. the synopsis that I read, they made it sound like it was a different one. But again, because oh, right, she actually she's the one who makes it to the surface and sees like this weird spacecraft thing flying over. Yes, at the very yes. End. and the weird yeah. pig chickens that that uh, the, like the one that was in the water that the yeah. one boy was looking at. And yeah. he got a massive boner from. Did he get a boner? Yeah, he did. Yes. Okay, so apparently, even when I was watching this movie, <laughs> I could not have paid attention to the details of my life depending on. <laughs> Because uh, I saw that part and I yeah. did not remember that. I mean, the, the only the good, dying pig chicken got him hard. The only weird. good thing about this movie this is, is so that sense. you know, Tim Leindecker, Tim Heidecker, Tim Heidecker, he he has a decent ass and a set of low hangers, and I'm all right with that. 
Oh, I didn't see those. He he when he yeah. was you know having he was, sex with the inflatable whatever with the weird little fuck with, doll. I think there was yeah. actually a child he was the pervert. That I don't was, know that if came I made it there. Toilet. Oh, I only saw I saw his head popping out. I never really got okay. more than that. Oh, and actually, okay. the interesting thing is because like um that whole that whole plot. I might try to finish this movie just because I hate not finishing movies. That but. whole that whole plot with him and the buttress, who is the the white pupil yes, girl yeah, who lives yeah. with the trans dimensional roommate. Mm. Yes. I love that sentence. I actually I um, you know, I'm not gonna lie, I was I at that point I it was too late for me to continue watching this movie. Right. But I actually enjoyed a little bit of them. Like the roommates, I thought were kind of giving me some of the because it's supposed to be it's categorized in more than one place, so I know yeah. it wasn't just an edit as a comedy. It really and up till that moment, I I did not get a single inch of comedy. Like it's it's very it's very Adult Swim. It's very like Flying Low. Fly Low did stuff for Adult Swim for years. Yeah, and are you supposed to be like mega high when you're watching this? Like, Probably. should we have all been Probably. dropping like some acid? I'm gonna like, oh, I, not I'm acid. try it sometime. No, no, you can you can drop acid with this. I well, don't I want already, those flashbacks. I'm already Thanks. so I'm already so warm and fuzzy about this movie. Like, I don't think there's any way that I could have a bad. I, time I could probably it. cope with this movie really high but yeah. i would probably only be able to cope with it for 15 minutes before i collapsed from the game. but that's kind of going into back into so. the, the it's the adult swim thing and like half the people involved are adult swim alumni tim heidecker is of course tim and eric awesome show great job um flyler did bumpers for adult swim forever uh i forget there's at least one other i can't my, my memory is bad so i feel like this movie was <clears throat> engineered for me not to like it because probably. i don't like adult swim yeah i rick and morty we got that's the only thing I've ever liked that's come I've, out of Adult Swim. I mostly have zero use for Adult Swim, but now that I've now that I've I seen mean, this and I've seen some Tim and Eric, I've gone looking for Tim and Eric to yeah. see what this is about. And like I yeah. actually was giggling like a moron through the whole thing. I'm like, I think I found my people. Uh, oh my god. Oh god. <laughs> like, I mean, Whoso is gonna lead you to your people. Oh my god. It is it, it is actually really great for me. I've it's, your it's, people it's, frighten it's me. I know. Andy. I don't but I really like it so much. And actually, there's that the 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 sequence with the her name is the buttress. Again, I love because her. but but she has mm. she becomes this really interesting. Um, she becomes a really sympathetic character because she shows up in the waiting room at the clinic when Zach Fox is there getting uh, getting treatment for his irrational fear of tits. And Guy is afraid of tits. <laughs> Guy is afraid of tits. tits. Um, Thank you, which later Diana Terranova. I've lost most of my respect for you. And actually the guy who kind of corners him and starts talking this weird mystical mumbo jumbo is Lex Steele. So like he couldn't, like they couldn't get, uh, I remember reading an interview with Flylo where he was even saying like he would approach, he was approaching a lot of like people of color and African-American actors and they wanted nothing to do with something like this. So, so basically what he got was he got a couple of porn people and he got like adult swim people and just everybody involved was like willing to go for it. Yeah, and I, this is the result. I can't so imagine happy. not being aware this was coming and receiving the script from an agent and looking at <laughs> right. it and being like, I don't think I would have made it past he smears the semen on her face and, and there are this, giant globs. It's like it cream cheese semen. Milky, <laughs> like somebody added cream cheese to J-Lube. It was, it was disgusting. It was, and it just stays on her face for the rest of that scene. Uh, and he's like licking it off. But they're, and, they're, and, and these people are clearly oh, in love. Oh my God. They are clearly in really fucking haven't. love. I'm too. a cleanup queen. You know this. Oh, well, you're a shower queen. You're right. <laughs> oh my God. You know, so, it, I mean, I see for it, me, it, it's it, like slather it on and wear it. If you, if you ever stay at Bob's house, you'll if the shower starts running in the middle of the night, you know someone just got lucky. So, someone either just got lucky or is going to get lucky. Yes. <laughs> well, you have to count the showers. How many have you heard? <laughs> 
I like to be clean. I don't like to be sticky. Oh, anyway, you're like that one the that horrible storyline on Sex in the City where she date where um uh some not what's her name Miranda dated a Catholic and every time after he'd have sex he immediately had to jump in the shower and she tried to like forcibly hug him into the bed and he was like fighting her and they had like a fight where he's like I have to wash the sin off and she's like why is it sinful. And then he wrote a play about it and made lots of money. It's totally not. I, I, I mean, I get that. It's not sinful. It's sticky and it feels gross. I need to get it off my body. Jesus. Anyway, Bobby I mean, I don't mind during. Off. The during is great. Fine. Ooh, fluids everywhere. Fine. Get it off my fucking body when we're done. All right. Maybe she can't. She can't bathe too much, or the bowl boil. The boils will, get, will um, break. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they're contagious. Then stop it. Just stop. Do you see how happy this movie has made me? Oh my god. (laughs) No. This is the conversation we get to have about this movie. I love it. This is the worst thing. This is a conversation we're having. I know. It's so good. Anyway. (laughs) um, (sighs) My god. Mm. I love it because I think it's it's, yes it is shocking and yes it's horrible and And, but here's the thing even watching it I do see your happy endings I do see them I don't want to see everything that leads up to them sure yeah yeah the thing that's most interesting to me about it and I am just I am such a weirdly fuzzy hearted individual because like these people all in their in their shit and their cum and their festering blowjob giving boils these people these people are all portrayed as they're, betray- they're they're never portrayed as anything other than human beings. They look monstrous. Um, sometimes they even behave monstrous. Well, the only one who really behaves monstrously is the, the Tim Heidecker character who gets, he gets hit, gets what's coming yeah, to him. He does. But so everybody else is, yeah, they're pervy as fuck. Pervy as fuck is not a bad thing. Pervy and they're, is fine. And they're ugly. And ugly is also not a bad thing. And so they get to have, they get to keep their humanity. They get to keep, uh, they get to be portrayed as people with like real feelings. Even the buttress who like is, I, the minute I saw her the first time I was watching it, I was like, man, I hate her. I hate this scene. How soon can we get off this? And right. by the end of the movie, I'm like, I what, what, I felt really bad about that so, because like she is, she actually, her, her story is actually really affecting and really interesting. Right. And it ends in a really stupid punchline, a really great gross out. But it at does. the same time, she like she sells it like for real she's not this isn't she's not just a punchline right but and they each do have you know individual stories that you can see like you have uh, the couple at the beginning where they're dealing with each other's kinks and having that communication as a couple and then you have the buttress who's pregnant and then you have this this uh, this man who's dealing with anxiety and how he's treating that and then you have this boy who's growing up poor with an abusive mother and how he copes with that there are very touching storylines that I can completely fucking ignore because this movie is gross. So for, for Andy, this is like uh, the sparkly twilight vampires of body. Uh, ah, fuck you, Stephanie Meyer. I still, <laughs> I've, I've never seen twilight. I don't even know. I have no idea. What uh, but twilight, I, I, what I just, is. Oh, I, I know, know. I know what it is. I've just never seen it. You know, the, the problem I have is literally had I not read what was happening. This would have just felt like ABCs of Death. The um, by the way, speaking of ABCs of Death, the F is for fart. Episode. I only got there and I had to stop. <laughs> <laughs> Coming soon in a future episode. <laughs> well, that's what you get when you don't when you pay attention to Japanese like you know 
extremo horror. Really I good. just I... Well, you've you've called you've called Cuso body horror a few times, and I'm still not entirely sure that I it's... that it fits squarely within the realm Visually, of body horror. It fits it's, in body it's horror. It's totally body horror. I don't know. I it's can't definitely imagine... like splat, kind of splat stick and gross out, but. Yeah. The horror, you know, the horror. It is of very it. splatterpunk. But body horror isn't supposed to be like horrific things have to do with the body as much as it is just things about the body that are what's horrific about it. And I like think, a cockroach living in George Clinton's ass. And the, go back the, to Parliament, fucking alley, George Clinton. Go back. The, no. The de- facial deformities. <laughs> you got and, that doo doo. And the foils. That's body horror. And the the mutations and the dealing with feces. These are all body horror elements. Here's here's where I think I disagree a little bit, just because I think the horror in body horror comes from some kind of a transformation that is happening to the person. Yeah. And it is not, for example, raw. This, this is kind of fits into body horror because this is something that is happening to her and the horror in the movie comes from- her body and how she her, reacts to And her to loss Simo. of control over her body. That doesn't really play in to Kuso at all. This but is I, this. They're just. They all have these hideous like pustules. They're and just sores, ugly by default. But they're there. Yeah, but and that's... they're just. They're not actually. The story doesn't even surround their boils. They're, they're just there. Right. I, I think I disagree though because I think what you're describing by that transformation is Cronenberg's particular take on body horror, but I don't think body horror is defined by Cronenberg. I think he is just the pioneer. Yeah. I think f- other than him, if you go into other body horror pieces, when more Brian o- used uh, the, w- his Dagon. More often than not, it's just really disgusting imagery mm-hmm. about the body, and that's kind of where the horror comes from. It's like disgusting people mm-hmm. doing mundane things, and it's just like what yeah. Bob was saying, where like if you got rid of all of this imagery and it was just like you know people in their lives, this could have been a lifetime movie, after school special Pretty about much. you know how to treat people better or something. Well, right. you, you say tomato, I say bloated pustule covered tomato. You definitely do. <laughs> um, but, and then yeah. and here's the one thing about this movie that pisses me off so much. The one, I mean, <laughs> one. The one thing that pisses me off most, actually, and it's gonna seem really fucking minor and stupid and petty, but goddamn it. I like Diana Terranova. Why did she sign on for this? Diana Terranova, for those of you who don't know her. Her role is great, though. Her role is great. She got a paycheck, Bob. That's why she signed on for this. For those of you who don't know her. We're not even at pool um, level here. This is just people working for a living. She she is an actress, and and, uh, she does have some some pornish-type roots in that regards. But uh, she's basically known as an entomologist. She teaches people about bugs. She, you you see her in a lot of like BuzzFeed videos where it's like and we're gonna get a snail facial and she's right there with her pretty nails just placing snails on people's face. And so it cannot be an accident that she spiders turns up in front of people. The, like, that she turns up in the scene that wait, involves a gigantic bug. Like, why yeah. are you surprised that she's in this movie? No 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 no. I'm surprised. I'm not surprised that she's in this movie. I hate that she's in this movie because I'm like you know what you could have gone so much more so much better places. I feel than like this. I feel like her agent has like a constant Google search going for any scripts that have the word. Bug in them uh, yeah. and this popped up one day but like, i'm like ashley judd oh, beat me that one fucking time never again I never know. again ashley judd I, seriously <laughs> seriously God i just ashley. i need to see that movie the bug yeah mm-hmm. uh, i never saw it that's a weird one because that's one that's one that's you're never quite sure if it's entirely okay you, you yeah. did just watch the movie i suggested right god damn it <laughs> a weird one is, is kind of my thing well no i mean <clears throat> weird as in psychologically weird not like i'm looking at an anus with a cockroach in it weird okay i mean i find that psychologically weird i'm 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 speaking into the anus 
to thank the cockroach for curing my fear of tits. That no. Are we talking about like pink flamingos, Papa Umau Mau, the talking anus? <laughs> that was hilarious, actually. He should have made that a cameo was just a in trick. this. He should have made a cameo in this. I'm not even sure if he's still alive. He is still alive. Is he? Um, I apparently, if he, can still do that. he tries to find every screening of that movie and he sits next to just random people. And when that scene comes on, Papa Umau Mau comes on, he always looks at them and goes, that's me. <laughs> well, it, I mean, if you're going to dig on your fame, go for it. He's like, that's his greatest joy, you know. Look, um, my anus does tricks. Wee. Uh, I just, I, I, no, I had something I was going to say before. I don't remember what it was. I, I, this movie is just so wrong to me. I, and it's funny because when I think about this movie and I think about the one we're going to talk about shortly, pretty shortly, actually, um, I, I look at them and I go, they're probably equally as disgusting. Like different people would look at both of these movies and think of them as equally disgusting. And it's very funny. I have a lot of counterpoints to the things you like about Kuso that I see as direct opposites in There's Something Strange. But I, yeah. Nightmare Something Strange, I could watch a hundred thousand times and none, of, like some of that, some of it does gross me out. I don't necessarily want to watch every scene, but that movie does not bother me. Kuso, like, viscerally bothers oh, me. I literally Here. had to take a break in the middle of Kuso because I was going to throw up, and that never happens. That never happens. I, I'm yeah. not grossed out. And again, by like, anything. I'm not even like I almost I almost went into this figuring that I was gonna be like, you guys are hurting my favorite movie. But no, as every like the more you guys hate it, the more I'm just smiling because it's like Because I, you're a horrible person and you feel person. bad about yourself. But I also like I really like mo I like I like movies that provoke an extreme reaction in people, either the the, the, the love it or hate it type. Yeah, and, and that's hating a movie, fine. I hating that. a movie is every bit as good as loving it. And so the it's fact true. that you guys hate this movie, and oh. the fact that I love this movie, like I don't see them as being terribly different responses. We've all had a big rea reaction to a very very. Uh, ambitious and, piece and, of art, and that is what art does. It it is. Art is yeah. made to generate a reaction. And, uh, so I would, I would. Uh, this is more of something that I'm interested in. I would rather see a, a movie that everybody hates. Um, no, like, like I, and so, but but yeah, the, the love it or hate it type is. I think of that's uh, right. Indifference is like the worst response to a movie, which right. is why I well, gave it was all it of Andy's last movie. week. Pretty it much. really was. <laughs> and and, yeah. and here's the thing about Kuso. I I won't not recommend it. Because I, I because it. I did recognize the themes they were talking about. I did see the distinct vignettes as what they are. Did I enjoy the imagery? No. Did I enjoy the message? Yes. So I, I'm I'm not middle of the road. I'm definitely leaning toward the you know two cockroaches out of someone's anus, you know stars, thing. <laughs> but I I I will say watch it. Never watch it again. I, you know, the truth is I feel weird about this movie because everything Andy's saying, I 100% agree with. And generally, Andy and I agree on these movies. A lot of them. All of, like, the craziest, weirdest movies, both of us are like, yes, we loved this equally. Or we enjoyed it on that level that you can enjoy some of those movies without being emotionally involved. Right. But, uh, <laughs> but this movie just, it just hits all of my worst, like disgust points. I mean, I, I, it, I'm I, having trouble giving this movie like a half a second choking your lover before he smears semen in your face. <laughs> and, note, note to self, we should be watching Robo Geisha and Tokyo Gore Police. Apparently. Um, which, Wolf Cop, you know. Oh, what, Wolf Cop was oh, so Wolf good. Wolf Cop was kind of awesome. Was, Wolf Cop was completely awesome. Like, I, I almost, 
my reaction to this movie is going to be if I can ever get my hands on hashtag screamers and I can make you guys watch it, this will be the reverse of this, where I'm like, no, everything about this movie is so wonderful and it, it breaks all these tropes and it does things that you would never <laughs> imagine. Both of you are just going to be like, they did another jump scare and then they fucking talked for 10 minutes and then they did another <laughs> jump scare. And, and that's what it was like for me. It was like... They showed a really disgusting boil-ridden face, and then they did some feces play, and then they had another person with no nose doing like a snatch game, match game. <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Race is destroyed my life. Like I just, yeah, it may as well have been snatched. I want to like this movie. I want to support this movie. I would love to like go on like the the Columbus Horror Group on Facebook. Uh, they talked about this movie, and resoundingly, everyone was like. No, I could not watch it. I could, and even Bridget was like, "This was really hard to watch, and I don't know how I feel." I know, I know. It it does it does bring that to me. I know you absolutely hate it, but like I said, it's got that weird. I get it, but I don't like watching it. Thing. It's got that doo doo. It yeah. got that doo doo. Yes, it's got that doo doo. Uh, fucking uh, fuck you, George Clinton. <laughs> no. Uh, just, so, uh, uh, big, so put the, put your falls back in. Go back to funk. That we don't need you with a cockroach in your butt. Just, Go ahead, Andy. I want the, the bus driver short where he just sings me the oh, plots of the movie. Right. Still my favorite part of the movie. Yes. Um, oh, God. So three guesses how this is going to go. I, I love this. I love the fuck out of this movie. This movie has every perversion you could ever hope to see on a screen. Cheerfully applied, imaginatively rendered. Um, it is uh, an incredibly... Uh, actually, it's mostly people of color, mostly African-American people. Which is, again, something I don't ever get to see. Certainly don't ever get to see um, African-American people doing something like this. Mm -hmm. um, that is this confrontational. I'm in awe of this thing. Uh, so this is this movie gets five out of five uh, knives up the urethra. Oh, I uh, love this movie uh, uh, so much. Oh, uh, I'm never going to be able to pee again. <laughs> oh, uh. I mean, <clears throat> sounding is kind of fun, but it, ooh, not no. anyway. So, Night of Something Strange. Let's move on to that yeah. because right. I fucking hated that one too. Give us the details, <laughs> Alex. All right, Night of Something Strange, which is um, teenage friends out for beach week get unexpectedly detoured to an isolated motel where a deadly STD virus now runs rampant, turning those infected mm. into the living dead. So, director, mm, go director. Go. Jonathan Strayton, writer Jonathan Strayton, Ron Bonk, Mean Gene, starring Trey Harrison, Rebecca C. Kasich, Wayne Johnson, Michael Merchant, Tony Ann Gamble. Uh, and so, Michael Merchant, by the way, was the sexy uh, mail carrier who was sexy before he was a zombie, but uh, yeah, not so, after. But uh, no, the, the first thing we see in this movie is creepy perv face raping a corpse before looking at the toe tag, which said, I died of an STD. <laughs> so yeah. creepy perv face. I, I mean, I, I have already reviewed this for the blog, so I did not rewatch it because I won't rewatch it. I hate this movie I actually forget so what hard. that character's name even is. I just thought of him as discount Alice Cooper the whole time. Creepy perv face. Because he looked so much like the role Alice Cooper had in the Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Oh, uh, yeah. Time to take your medicine, boy. <laughs> He looked like now. I, all I can think of is Trick or Treat, the '80s one. Mm. I don't know why uh, I just nodded. I'm on microphone. Uh, yeah, I nodded. You did. Nod, nod, nod. Um, we yeah. need a we need a sound effect for that. We do. Andy I, is shaking. Is that, is that like the eye roll sound effect? <laughs> it's the same sound effect for everything. Yeah, yeah, of course. But no, it. I I get that we're definitely taking on that whole sex equals death trope. 
big in this film. I get it <laughs> because, you know, it's that is a huge trope in horror. It is one of the things that came out of 80s slasher films. It's it's one of the one of the reasons that people believe that slasher films were created by the Christian right to like be passion Wait, plays do people for believe teenagers. That? They do. I don't even know about that. Not slasher is like my genre. I know slashers are amazing, but it, you know the slasher thing came out in the eighties, which is also when AIDS was becoming, you know, well, yes. a prevalent thing. So sexy, sex equal death in real life. It's a thing. I get it. Why you got to give me creepy perv face raping a corpse to get it? Because they have Why? a they have a and STD then just, zombie problem. Just, yeah. just like smearing the shit all over toilet seats and eating things out of said toilet. And, <laughs> the tampon chewing scene was really great. That was, is, so th this is, I have to start here. Yeah. I have um, well, I have a couple of things. So yeah, I saw this case. first at um, the shock around the clock, 2016, 24 hour horror movie marathon. I was, I don't readily or normally do any kind of drugs whatsoever. But for some reason at this event, I was like, ooh, let's try some edibles for like the first time ever. Oh God. When I'm all alone oh at this event and like the only person I know is sitting on the other side of the theater. And she's the one that gave you the edibles. Shh, we're not talking about who did it. Um, <laughs> but like, and I had two. They were hard candies and I should have had one and I had two because the first one didn't do anything and I was like, well, I can do more. I'm a fat person. I still oh need to God. get in touch with this person. You do. It's not, it's a thing. So I, the first time I watched this movie, I was so out of my mind. I can barely... <laughs> Barely remember it. I may or may not have also watched The Brood and have no memory of it. I cannot remember if that's I like, did or not. That's like the first time I saw Evil Dead too. Um, I was I was really really blitzed when I saw Evil. I have I still remember nothing about Evil Dead too. Really, everyone should understand. I don't do this stuff ever. I'm not just like pretending because this is in the public. Anyone right. will tell you I'm not that person. So the fact that I did two edibles for the first time right before I saw this movie, huh, whatever. Um, and then I saw it at the Nightmares Film Festival, the inaugural, which was a better experience because I felt like I actually got to see the movie. Right. Uh, so but going off of what Andy was saying, we this movie has no hope. No. It ends on None. the biggest downer. None. It ends on the biggest fuck, fuck you. you reversal. Yes, and I love that. Like that mm. moment redeems mm. the whole movie when moments where I was like, I'm unhappy with this movie. That happens and I'm like, yeah, I'm like cheering at the end. I'm so we're excited. We're okay with giving spoilers. Tell, tell, give them yeah, some we, context. We spoil oh, well, so the dude, the moderately attractive, but I'm not sure how old he's supposed to be, so I don't know if I should find him attractive yet, yeah. uh, teenager who survived, the male, and they're going to go and they're going to fight this STD zombie, and then the two, um, also, I was attracted to any three people in this movie, the two attractive, like, Hick guys who kind of keep showing up for no reason. With the terrible accent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The with the, accent. And they the kind of sound like this a little bit. They're, they're hicks, you know, and then they, yeah. they slam into him so in their truck like, and they go, Vicky was one of them there, horror zombies. <laughs> yeah. And then they just drive <laughs> off. So the movie literally ends on just killing the only person who is aware and going to try to fight back and destroy this, this disease. Right. But so, you know, in the meantime, we have everybody in this in this movie just like sticking their penis and or vagina in or on whatever. Yes. And I love it because this is this is the thing that I have to point out that I think is hilarious. This is this is the purest dichotomy of Andy and I. Like so, we have we have Cuso, which is this positive, uplifting. There is hope among the earthquake, <clears throat> yeah. and everyone will survive. And Andy, in, in who is like form. the most pessimistic, like nihilistic, angry. I'm really not. A little bit. You're 
a really? liar. I can smell it when you lie. It's true. Um, you 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 have a very <laughs> negative, and, and it's not necessarily a bad thing. Pessimism is not supposed to be a terrible thing. It just is. It just is. I mean, and mm. but you love this movie that it's all about hope and and you know the springing of we will all make it through this earthquake even if we are all are deformed yeah. sex pervs. Well, it's all about. I mean, it's all about owning your your fucked up in this, which I. I find really like where, whereas this one is just fucked up. Well, right? this you and can't this really is, own it. You, yeah, you run from it. This is the opposite where it is. It's such a negative. Everyone makes horrible mistakes. Everyone is lying to themselves. They're also horrible to each yeah, other. They're they terrible are. people. And, and I and they can't I, find their way to the beach. You can if, if you leave any point, you drive east or west. You leave beach. any point in fucking Virginia. At the time that school lets out, you will be at the beach before sundown. It's what true. is wrong with these people? I don't understand where they're from. But you have this movie, and then you have me, and I am generally very positive. I'm very shady, but I'm very happy <laughs> and, and, and positive. And I love this movie. This movie makes yeah. me happy at the end. I love just the, this the movie complete just... nihilism of this movie. <sighs> and there's no hope. Like the point of this movie is crazy sex STD is going to destroy us all. You can't fight it. They're all like superhuman strength, sex zombies, crazy sentient whole vagina monsters with uh, arms and Okay, no. so, so like the difference in my response to this, because I will tell you for about the first 45 minutes of this movie, it was my new favorite film ever. Oh, when did you turn? Um, <laughs> it was Was around, it the dead fat boy raid? It was somewhere. Oh God, I'm not going to lie. That scene is horrible, but I can't. It's like a bad car crash when you can't look away. <laughs> it, was, it was somewhere between that and when discount Alice Cooper zombie like grabs the totally not gay guy who is nevertheless named Dirk um, <laughs> and basically like drags him down in the parking lot, like rips down his pants and rolls him over. And like sort of somewhere in there in between those two scenes, I kind of started getting this weird vibe like I'm not in on this yeah. joke anymore. This, yeah, this movie this is, is not so, homo-friendly. And, and I don't want to be like... It's I'm, not sex-friendly. This is a very no. sex-negative movie. And yeah. I hate to be like that. I I don't. I swear to God. It's not like, oh, I got triggered. I didn't get triggered. I didn't have PTSD. All I had <clears> was just this this feeling. Look, I'm, I am a rape survivor. Um, and that was... That's heavy, and I'm not going to try to keep it too heavy. But, right. like... Um, and it, again, it didn't, like, bring that... I guess it kind of brought it back a little bit, but it wasn't like uh, it wasn't like non-flashbacks or anything like that. There was just this little moment of, yeah, man, I, I know what that's like. And all of a sudden it just stopped being funny. And unfortunately, um, schlock. This is schlock. Oh, it's very schlock. Oh, it's marvelously schlock. Yeah, that's the point. And I will praise the fuck out of this movie for, for so many things. What they did on such a tiny budget yeah. in practical effects is mind-blowing. In, amazingly inventive if you have any interest in this go see this movie but I kind of had this moment where like oh I can't have fun watching this anymore like now I'm because I just I had that little moment and this movie isn't good enough to play straight it yeah. just isn't so I fell out of it and um, like I don't want to hate it I certainly don't want to hate it but I ended up having a really bad time with sure. the last the last part of it just because like that kind of happened and you know i spent like the the last the tail end of my last relationship basically fending off a walking talking pants shitting analog of these like mutant fuck zombies yeah. um so like maybe that got too real which is weird a th weird thing to say about this insane movie right and, and well then that i think that is yeah. 
that's valid on your part. Yes. Sure. But at the same time, like that, that can't like that can't reflect on the movie. That's just that's me. That's like I that's the response that I had. And, right. And, and I fucking finished it. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I did finish it. And, but uh, where, I whereas I'm little. looking at it, I'm like, I like schlock. I do. I enjoy a low budget film. <gasps> I enjoy trauma films. Trauma films trauma. rest on schlock. I will tell you what brought me back though. What like because I because I fell out of the movie. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah. And then there was one moment that actually brought me back in for a little bit is when, again, discount Alice Cooper has this gigantic, like, four-gallon explosion of acidic cum all over the cop. Oh, God. That was hysterically funny. That was just... That that um, brought that did kind of bring me back to life a little bit. So and again, I, I can't fault the so movie. So much J Lube died for this movie. <laughs> oh, I love this movie. I smear it all over your face, Bob. I, you know, I I understand exactly where you're coming from. Yeah, I need I, a towel. <laughs> you need so many towels. So many. But I and I understand perhaps it. Perhaps a Stridex. And oh God, uh, I mean, getting rid of acne is always important in this movie. <laughs> but. Um, and no, so I understand it entirely. Yeah. And I think that while your experience was negative in that moment, oh, yeah. completely valid, makes perfect sense why yeah. you wouldn't necessarily want to revisit this movie. You're like, right. saw it, it's good. I will recommend it to certain people. Yeah. You know, you have to you have to be ready for this movie. It's kind of like if, it's if really we ever brutal, if, yeah. if we ever do Deathgasm, Deathgasm is another movie like that where like you have to be moderately prepared for the level yeah. of gore and craziness that's going to happen. I still have not finished Death Gun. I love Death Gun so much. Shut so, uh, yeah, so like, I mean, I didn't, want to, bring, I didn't want to bring things down badly. Or no, but like I think, no, no, no. I um, think for other people, it, you, it's almost the same thing where there are people in different stages um, that have dealt with, I have dealt with some similar things in the past that mine are much further away right, and yeah. I've dealt with them and many times over. So these kind of things... Um, I don't have the experience you had yeah. with that. Like I saw it, I was like, "Yeah, this is a very rapey movie." It is kind funny. of, you know, where zombies bite. Generally, these zombies rape. Yeah, and, you and that's the thing, though. There were there were several. There were multiple scenes where rape happened, and I didn't. I, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't check out. No, it was just so yeah. obviously it was like there, I think it was just a particular image, or maybe just the and, scintillating awfulness of the peanut scene. And, and, and oh, but God, here's the thing <laughs> with all of the rape and uh, all yeah. of the rape. I, and uh, I hate having to repeat that. Um, throughout the movie, yeah. that's the majority of what made me absolutely hate it. I'm like, why are we doing this? Why are we, A, continuing to make sex-negative movies, B, resting on rape as a trope, C, why are we just like, oh no, STDs are horrible and everybody's going to get brain herpes. What? Why? Why? I, think, I think there's a point that they could have, they could have taken it. And had, had this movie been more interested in, um, in a story than like doing, being like the, schlock, being the schlock masterpiece that it is. Yeah. Um, and I think they could have actually handled that in a way where the, it would have made a little more sense for the zombies, like the rapey fuck zombies would have actually read a little bit more like sexual predators and maybe perhaps a little more of an indictment of See, that. See, if and, we want the but, indictment of that, we need to watch Contracted because right. that is exactly what Contracted right. is. Or and, and even a little bit, to some degree, I know you hate it, but to some degree it follows as well. Um, yeah, I love yeah. it. But, but again, but both, both Contracted and It Follows yeah. at least gave us an intelligent look. Right. At the horrors of sex, yeah. but and this it, is and this is not that type of movie. It's no, it has no and desire to be. That I think type of you're. Movie. Right. I, I, 
And I'm not, I'm, that's not a, that's not I, a negative. Maybe, maybe just it's just a, be, a, a, a what yeah. it is. Maybe I just expect more intelligence out of a film now, now that I've become of an advanced yeah. age. Well, I, I think <clears throat> this is another example um, that was like one of our first movies, maybe the Belko experiment or last no. episode. Number well, one. it wasn't Sadako. Definitely. Yes, it was Sadako. Oh, yes, we're, we had lost a episode number two. Yeah. So the, yeah. from from our lost episodes, Bob and I had a specific conversation on that podcast about expectations we and did. going into mm -hmm. a movie with expectations. And I think there is a valid argument to be made for a movie like this. Yes, it's not for everyone. Certainly, people in Andy's situation or people who are closer, possibly to that kind, or are still, uh, you know. Yeah. Not gonna. This is gonna come out wrong, but it's gonna be the best way to put it. Who are more traumatized, no matter where they are in their own recovery. Right. They feel it more to the surface, maybe than Andy might. Yeah. You know, and I'm not. It's not any questioning of how you feel more. Sure. But I think that it's not good for them. I wouldn't recommend this to them. I wouldn't look yeah. at someone who I know is going through that and say, "Hey, there's a really good rapey STD zombie yeah. film you should watch. <laughs> right. Let's put it in the tape deck." I mean, you know, it's not, it's not even but, like it fucked up my night. It was more just like. It just yeah. took it took me so far out of the movie and like I'm not having fun anymore. But yeah. I think there's something to be said for people who are on the other side of that, or hmm. you know, people like me who are so far away from that experience right. that while it's still there and it still can affect me, this doesn't trigger me. And it almost does the opposite and makes me feel better because we're talking yeah. about it. We're bringing it forward. It doesn't ha a conversation does not always have to be, you know, we stand on you and we soapbox to you about why something is wrong. Sometimes just bringing something up and allowing it to be the conversation is just as important as soapboxing your opinion on right. the conversation. Right, and, and I get that. I and, understand And I that. think that's what um, schlock is supposed to be. Like farce was once upon a time. Mm -hmm. Schlock is kind of our modern day farce because- Plastic. Yeah, we don't we don't farce as well as we used to. We don't have we don't farce very well at all. Exactly, don't we don't know. have these like overly intelligent gas X. Oh God, um, <laughs> F is for farce, uh, the European version. But uh, we, we, farce box. we oh God, uh, 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 no. So we we instead of what the grunting was create that was a very Katya moment. Oh my God, Alex. I can't, I can't, I can't. But I, no, I've researched it and I can't. I looked in. Into it, and I can't. So, no, but I think, and I think that's valid. I think there is a point when schlock, when we have to be able to bring up topics that are difficult and painful, and look at them, and and for some people, and that's the qualifier. Mm -hmm. Not everyone should be expected to laugh at this movie, but right. for some people or a large number of people or you know undefined we'll just say people yeah. this is the kind of thing that this is good this is bringing up something that's terrible and allowing your brain to process it and to not forget about it not to push it aside and say oh rape never happens we don't want to ever mention it well yeah, then, we, that, right. uh, yeah. Uh, going back to the well, it episode yeah, like, well, yeah I'm not a big fan of euphemizing things well I, I've always been <clears throat> of the thought and, and this is kind of backed up by psychological science that, that horror movies are kind of like an external dream they are, they are a visual representation of your fears and allow you to, to approach them and that's absolutely. cool absolutely absolutely fuck you Gia Gunn. god damn it Anyway, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I I used horror movies that way. I had such terrible anxiety. I could not go into a dark room. Oh yeah. Without turning a light on, I could not enter a dark room when I was younger and I basically used horror movies to flood me with this imagery to the point right. now where like 
you know, something cracks in my pitch dark room because I had to buy blackout curtains because I used to work third shift. And I just want to look over and I'm like, Psh, I'm pretty sure I can kill like 90% of the things that I've seen. Mm-hmm. And if it's going to kill me, I'm fine. Well, like, I think right. that's, the, that's an interesting thing because like the stuff that scares you when you're a kid ends up being the stuff that you derive comfort and strength from when you're when you're when you're an adult. At least in, 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 a, in a lot of cases. To an extent, depending on depending on how you how I you, mean how what you do with it. Because for me, it was literally everything was scary. To yeah. now, only certain things. I and and yeah. the things that scare me the most are places, and place horror is my favorite kind of horror. Next right. slashers, yeah, like, and I'm so, I'm all into like the psych the psych horror stuff, and you know that like right. that, and, and that's oddly, where I derive strength from. Oddly, I really like you know monster movies and nature's revenge, which are the things that I'm still afraid of. Yeah, right because yeah. you know the things in the water, mm-hmm. I don't want them touching me, and spiders, fuck no. But I love you know, go, going back there to this, just the was, awfulness. I have, of to, this I have film. to pause for a minute. There was this super cute tarantula no! at PetSmart with, no, no, with no, pink, no, no. pink toes. Oh, yeah. It had pink toes, oh, so like neon, so neon. It had neon pink toes. Jesus! It was the cutest tarantula ever. I want. It was like eight dollars, no, by the way. Like <laughs> the cutest tarantula ever. Oh, tarantula. No, no, no. There, yeah. there are some bugs I can cope with, but Bob, for the most had, part, anything toenails. with more than four. I don't care. Pink toenails. No, mm, it was I don't so care. cute. Dude, I don't care. By the way, you wear your pink toenails. I have not painted my nails in a while, just because you know. You're tired of it. Well, no, I was letting my nails kind of heal after doing the whole. That's what the spiders want. Gel, gel. They want. The spiders want you to paint your nails. Yeah, it's fine. With a gel manicure. So anyway. I love jumpy, jumpy spiders are so no, cute because no. they always wander around looking like pink. Actually, Lisa, and it did. I have some more? No, it was a tarantula, but it still did. Oh webs. my god! Going back to the movie, it webbed. Oh yeah, we, pink we have a movie. Man, we, got, we really shh, movie. It was so movie. Cute. Movie. There was also, there was also a really snake. Movie. I want a spider. So this movie. That's like the gayest tarantula ever. I know. I love <sighs> it. It's like fucking bad. I'm gonna name it Bruce because that's no. the gayest name no. ever. No. Aww. No. Anyway, um, so. <laughs> I mean, just going beyond the rapey bits. This is the episode because where Bob really the entire movie is the rapey bolt. bits. You know, we, we've got, like, I, I, most of the makeup is fine. But when you're talking about, like, the the obvious 17-year-old playing the 90-year-old woman chain-smoking in the grocery <laughs> okay. store. But that was wonderful. That was, <laughs> that was wonderful. That was beautiful. That, that was, was so good. That was all of the oh. best parts of Schlock in one scene. It really was. And like the, the total inconsistency of things and the oh, terrible acting God. and yeah, I just, I'm gonna crawl, but I still gotta keep my lucky. Oh, <laughs> I love it. Oh, that love was it well so before I checked out of this movie. Oh, I loved or, that scene. Or the crazy, I was dying. the crazy. She took a hit off her cigarette while she was crawling exactly. on the floor. No, the crazy killer penis. Oh, yeah, that was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I just that this, was like, and as much as I hate, I hate the scene where paper mache. The, the tiny little Twinkie football guy who goes in and like rims the hell out of the big boy and then uh, and doesn't him. recognize that it's not his girlfriend's I, I, ass I actually hated mm, that mm. scene A because it went on so long it and did B, because it goes on so long it insulted my intelligence so, so bad. it did it did it was so terrible I was just like mm, peanuts I, in the theater both times during that scene I was like I am the most uncomfortable I could possibly be at this yeah. moment because it's still happening it just keeps and then he gets stuck and I'm not gonna lie to you there's a part of me the, that yeah. when, when he gets stuck that I'm laughing so hard and I'm enjoying it so much. Oh and there is a part of me that is like, I hate 
the fact that you got stuck. You can't get stuck. That's it's not, not how, how this it works. works. I mean, like, I mean, you can't get again, stuck maybe coming he mutated. out. Maybe it's not he, a thing. Maybe he mutated. Maybe yeah. his butt well, had teeth. I, we don't know. I technically, guess. there are yeah. cases of vagina lock. Yeah, but not acid. But not acid. Asses are intended to go out. Right. You could always pull out. Ass right. lock actually kind of. I mean, unless someone is cramping really bad. That sounds like some kind of weird identity theft protection. Let's all be real clear. Everyone in this recording room and probably house is well aware of the fact that no matter how big it is, it can always come out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's one of those things that's like. That was, okay, not only was that an affirmative, that was that kind of casual. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got our, our Alamo beers. Dear yep. listeners, we oh, have no. seen some Hey, shit. straight guys, all of us are gay. All of us. Every single one of us. It worked to like episode five. I'm six, pretty sure whatever, once you like, heard my yeah. voice, you understood yeah. that I was a homosexual. Ooh, they, they might have had doubts about me for like I'm, half a second. I'm pretty right. sure we've discussed attractive men on the we podcast. Have. I know. I we don't have. think. I said half a second. Hey, if anyone is still confused, we all love penises. And butt stuff. Butt stuff is always good. Yeah. Butt stuff is good. Actually, like sometimes both at once. Yeah, just we can spit roast this idea as long as we need to. <laughs> so I. <laughs> now I know something strange. I think let's, let's insert our opinions right now. Consensually. Consensually. <laughs> um, I, you know, this movie is everything I hate. It's so much like Kuso was supposed to be everything I love in a movie. This is everything I hate. I hate these like stupid sex, like poop jokes. Mm, oh. There's the peanut. You left me extra parts of your lunch today. Like, what the ah, hell? Like, stop. no, once you reach the peanuts, get your tongue out of I the know. ass. I just, and he was, Ugh. but he was talking, so he wasn't putting it anywhere. I don't care. And I just, you know. That's a dirty, dirty rim job, Charlie Exactly, Brown. I just am like. I've gotten away from the butt when I oh just God, smell Charlie something Brown. weird. <laughs> I know that's a horrible reference. Charlie, 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 like Charlie Brown needs. It's to be analingus, Charlie Brown. Oh, it really is. It's just I, I, I hate. I hate the like the scene where I think it was Grandma smoking. Grandma like steps over someone and drops her like. No, it was the oh, woman who had her vagina one. eaten out. Yeah, drops literally her, like, eaten vagina out. Vagina blood into someone's mouth, into the mailman's mouth. Yeah, and like everything. I hate these. Literally. Scenes eaten out by the way like she no longer has a vagina because creepy alice cooper rip ripoff dude literally ate oh, sorry I oh i finally mind. just literally remember ate his name's cornelius i don't know why it took me like oh. an hour cornelius I, fudge his name no his name is no cornelius. no he's all about he's, he's all about the well it's not pink, it's sort of bloody red it's more oh. more cornelius cornelius Nilu dallas Nilu-Dallas oh oh, oh Nilu okay. dallas cornelius. i am a meat popsicle man that took me a second yeah, it was a good one. Um, <laughs> deep reference, deep reference. Nah, it's been a long time. We really, we really reached our hands in deep mm. <laughs> through the screen door. <laughs> so, but, but uh, everything. Sphincter control, kids. Let's go. I hate, I hate so much about this movie. Sphincter control. Oh, stop. But like, and I, Bob can tell you, I came back from the festival, and this is one of like five movies that I unabashedly was like you have to see this one you have to see this he one. keeps telling me these things and then i listen and i feel bad afterwards <laughs> that is so not true this is like the only time that it was a bad one so bob what have we learned uh, you we, cannot trust you we have learned that i trust neither of you <laughs> you've I, I have given Actually, you many good movies all right i don't know about andy and your trust like andy it only I, takes one andy, to destroy trust andy and i have a great level of trust where we're like i know what things andy likes and i don't recommend certain things to andy and it's fine i actually even movies, even movies that i hate i can still enjoy 
But yeah, anyway. but there are movies that I think you'd just be way too indifferent about. Yeah. yeah. Oh, by I the mean, way, I love the, the thing I love about this movie is the marketing team for it, which I think may be the producers because I don't think anyone bought no studio bought this. No. Um, they push the hell out of it. Like N O nine of something. N O S S is like their tag hashtag. N O S S was on all this marketing material. I used to have a little key. Uh, to the one of those hotel rooms that I got at the Nightmare Film Festival that used to live on my my insulin bag that mm-hmm. I carried around for a while. Yeah, loved that little key. I had they were so they they had little bracelets. They did so much stuff for that movie, which I was just like, go you guys. And they have a fantastic Blu-ray. I think if you go to nightofsomethingstrange.com, which by the way, guys, if you want to sponsor us. <laughs> just, I'm throwing this out for anyone listening but if you go to that website like they have a fantastic Blu-ray version of this that's 25 bucks huh. for like a really good quality version for you I mean it's still a quality movie even if you don't like the content <laughs> so um, how do so, you feel about uh, it? let's rate it yeah uh, so no, seriously I'm I can't with this. There were parts of it that were acceptable. There were parts of it that almost had me. And and like I said, I enjoy schlock. But ultimately, watching this with the material that was presented with not... The only thing I can give it is is one fucking ass peanut just because of decent practical effects. That's all I can give it. Sorry. Ass peanut. I broke Andy. Oh, God. So much... And I, I can't say I love this movie. I'm not touting this as a grand spectacle for all to see. I just think it's a solid schlocky movie. It's exactly, it delivers exactly what it wants to deliver. It is schlock. It is nihilistic. It is evil. Everyone is a terrible person and they all die in the end. Actually, I think that one bitch lives, but I can't imagine for long. Probably not. So I, I mean, I give this... And I think I'm going higher in my rating because I feel like you're going so low and Andy might go low. <laughs> so I, I want to give it more. But I would definitely give it a solid like four out of five gigantic penis monsters. <laughs> I think Andy's still stuck on ass peanuts. Yeah. Still. <laughs> and hopefully you don't get too stuck. This is a hard movie for me to rate just because like I'm I can I can see what they did and what what they did was amazing and really you know again first 45 minutes of this movie i had like the best time watching it and laughing at it and getting into it it almost feels wrong to try to rate it just because like i had such a weird thing i don't think me rating it's going to have any use for anybody um not that these ratings have any use for anybody they really don't fair point so um yeah, um, I guess. These um, go on IMDb as official ratings. Right? Oh, God. I'm just like, I got to keep my We're like actual critics now. We're like yeah. published and shit. I take this very seriously. I'll have you go. None of us actually do. <laughs> All of us have a PhD <laughs> in <laughs> schnark. Um, like schnapps, but schnark. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Bob's peach schnark. I am. Andy's peppermint schnark. <laughs> I actually don't know a third kind of schnapps. Cinnamon schnark? I can be cinnamon schnark. Oh, I would totally be cinnamon schnark. I'm fine with that. <laughs> cinnamon schnark is good. Pumpkin spice is like a, Is it like a black licorice <laughs> schnapps? Uh, yeah. Ish. I'm, I'm sure there's an... an I mean, I know Uzo is... Like Anise. Anise. Yeah, I know. Anise schnark. Yeah. I'm Anise schnark. All right. It, as always, guys, uh, any questions or concerns or any complaints or whatever, if you just want to tell us you want to lay eggs in our brain, email us at bob at candycodedrazor.com. You can also find me on Twitter at candyrazorbob. 
Um, you know, they have a sex toy where you can lay alien eggs in your ass. No, no, we're not talking about the ovipositor. No. My name is Alex. You can find me on Twitter at Zanman Horror Fan, X A N M A N Horror Fan. And I'm Andy. You can find me on Twitter at Oh Shut Up Andy. That's O H Shut Up Andy. Yeah. Oh, and uh, remember to go to the website where you can find all of the episodes of the podcast on uh, candycoatedrazor.com. And also, however you get out of the podcast, like and subscribe, the usual stuff. Uh, the more you interact with it, the more likely it is that other people will right. see it. Yeah, rate us on whatever uh, platform you use. Yeah, Five like and subscribe is a YouTube thing. What the hell am I thinking? Yeah, yeah. You wanted to, you, well, yeah. you do want to subscribe, Thank and you. iTunes specifically. Yeah. Um, you want to rate on every platform. Give us five stars if you can. If you don't want to give us five stars, email us and let us make it better for you and then give us five stars. Exactly. So, yeah. Anyway, thanks guys for listening. We'll be back next week. Bye. Bye. Hi. The Candy Coated Razorblade podcast is produced in conjunction with the Fraternal Order of Pants Shitting Fuck Zombies. It is distributed under Creative Commons 3.0, Attribution, Non Commercial, Share Alike. Theme music is 13 Monsters by Lightning Blade. Visit them on the web at www.laserbeast.com. <laughs>